Shalom to all. Today's office is Pei Beis. We are starting the top of the daf with a brand new Mishnah. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Maris Miriam, Sarabas, Rabiak, and Maisha, her Neshama should have an Aliyah. And the Mishnah tells us, Hatinaikas, children, Ain Manas, and Yom Kippurim, we're not going to afflict them on Yom Kippur, we're not going to withhold food from them. However, we will train them to fast. What does that mean, Lifneshan, Lifneshan time? The term before one year or before two years actually means two or three years before. So before what? Before adulthood. Barabas Mitzvah. We train young children to fast, and we train them to fast for a few hours. Why is that? So they should already be accustomed to doing mitzvahs. So now the Gemara asks, If we're going to train them to fast three years prior, so you have to tell me that we're also going to train them two years prior? So Amr Chesli tells us, there's no problem. One's talking about a sickly child. He doesn't have such a strong constitution, so they're only going to be trained two years before. However, a child with a stronger constitution, they're very healthy, they're going to be trained three years before. And now Amr Huna, he tells halacha about girls. Ben Chesu Ben Tes, a girl who's eight or nine, eight for a healthy girl, nine for not such a healthy girl, they're going to be trained in those years. Ben Yud, Ben Yud Aleph, if she's 10 or 11, again, if she's healthy or not so healthy, then they would have to complete the fast of the entire Yom Kippur, Ben Yud Beis, but once they're 12 years old, so then they have to complete it. As we said, this is talking about girls. Now, Rav Nachman Amar, he's not arguing, he's just talking about boys. Ben Tas Ben Yud, if he's nine or 10, again, healthy or not so healthy, then he's just going to be trained to fast a few hours. Ben Yud Aleph, Ben Yud Beis, he's 11 or 12, then Midrabanan, he has to complete the entire fast, and Ben Yud Gimel, once he's 13, he has to complete it, and again, as we said, this is talking about a young boy. Now, Rabbi Yechonamar, he argues with them, and he says, there is no concept of completing the fast, you either have to complete it, or you only have to be trained, so Ben Yud, Ben Yud Aleph, if she's 10 or 11, then she's Trained Lashais. Ben Yud Beis, once she's 12, Mashlimin Midaraisa, then Midaraisa, she has to complete the fast. And now we have to fit both of their Shitas in with our Mishnah. Because our Mishnah had said two or three years before their Barabbas Mitzvah. However, of Hunar of Nachman, we're talking about three or four years, and Rabbi Yechon was talking about one or two years. So neither of them seems to fit with the Mishnah. So the Gemara tells us, Tanan, our Mishnah says, Hatinaikais, Ein Ma'an Biyam Kippurim, we're not going to flick them on Yom Kippur, Avom Machan Chanaisan, Lifnei Shan, Lifnei Shtaim, we are going to train them two or three years prior. So Bishlam of Hunar of Nachman, Lifnei Shan, Lifnei Shtaim, we can actually fit the wording of our Mishnah. Lifnei Shana and Lifnei Shtaim in Shittas Rav Huna Rav Nachman. How is that? Lifnei Shana Lidivrehen Lifnei Shtaim Lidivrei Taira. That means they have to start fasting L'Sha'is two years before they have a Chiyav Dirabanan to complete the entire fast and they have to start training L'Sha'is three years before they have a Chiyav Dairaisa to complete the fast. El Rabbi Yechanan Kasha but Rabbi Yechanan is problematic. Rabbi Yechanan says one or two years prior and our Mishnah says two or three years. So how do we fit this in? So Rabbi Yechanan tells us my Shana Shtaim what does that mean Shana Shtaim in our Mishnah? It doesn't mean two or three years, like we explained, it actually means right before their parak, right before they reach puberty, adulthood, barabas mitzvah, which means a year or two before and not two or three years before. And now Tashma, the Tani Rav Bar Shmuel, Tinaikais, Ein Ma'an Noisam B'yom Kippurim, we're not going to flick them on Yom Kippur, Avom Chan Chan Noisam Shana Shtaim, Sam Chlapirkan, however, we will train them one or two years before their parak, before they reach adulthood, so Bishlam Rabbi Yechan Nicha, this fits like Rabbi Yechanan, one or two years prior, not two or three years prior. El Rav Huna Rav Nachman Kash, it seems problematic in Rav Huna Rav Nachman that said three or four years prior. So Amr al-Kharabana and the Rabbana will tell you this is talking about Rav Huna Rav Nachman.
and there the Rabbanon over here. My chinuch nami dektani. What does this brass mean when it says chinuch hashlama? It means completing of the fast. They have a chiv to start training l'shoyes one or two years prior to their chiv drabanon of completing the fast. Ask the Gemara, mikar lechinuch hashlama. Do we use the word chinuch to define the word hashlama when they have to complete the fast? That's not what we use the word chinuch for. But tiny, we have a brass. So is a chinuch. What is chinuch to train a child to fast? Let's say they usually eat two hours into the day. So then we're going to delay it an hour and we're going to feed them three hours into the day. If they usually eat three hours into the day, so then we'll feed them four hours into the day. So we see that training someone, chinuch, is talking about training them for hours, not for an entire day. So Amarav Barul, he says, there's actually two different definitions of chinuch over here. One is to train them l'shais and one is to train them the entire day. So this brice is not problematic to the shitas of Rav Hun and Rav Nachman. And the Mishnah tells us, Ubar Sheiricha, we have a pregnant woman that smelled something cooking on Yom Kippur and she has an intense craving for it and it's dangerous if we do not give her this food. We can give her as much food until she calms down, she relaxes, and this craving passes. We have a person who's deathly ill. So then we can feed him based off of Bikin, experts. If we have two doctors saying that he actually needs this food or his life is going to be in danger, so then we're going to give him this food. However, if there's no experts, there's no doctors, so then we're going to give him based off of his own evaluation. If he says, as I need it, we're going to give it to him. Until he says, that's enough, I don't need any more. And Tan Rabbanon talking about the first halach of our Mishnah. We have a pregnant woman, she smelled hektish meat, and she's not allowed to have hektish meat. Or she smelled chazer, she smelled pig cooking. So we take a shish kebab stick, a kosh, a spit, and we dip it in the sauce of the cooking meat, and we put it on her mouth. If she calms down, the craving passes, then good. If not, we could give her the broth, we can give her the liquid itself. If she calms down, she relaxes, then that's good. If not, we could give her the fat, we could give her the meat itself, even though it's basar hektish or it's basar chazer, we're still allowed to do so. Because there's nothing that stands in the way of pikuach nefesh. If a person's life is in danger, there's not going to be anything that can stop us from saving that person's life. Except for if a person says, you must do or kill someone, or you will be killed, we do not say, oh, it's Bikuach Nefesh, we're allowed to do it. We say, you have to let yourself be killed. And Avay Dezara, we know, and how do we know that's true by Avay Dezara? Detan, you have a brisa. Rebbe Lazar, he says, Im nefshcha. It says in the Pasuk, you have to serve Hashem b'chol nefshcha with all your soul. Why does it say you have to serve Hashem with all your financial resources? If it says you have to serve Hashem with all your financial resources, nefshcha. why does it say you have to serve Him b'chol nefshcha? Pick whichever one is the greatest, whichever one is the most important. So what do we learn from the fact that the Pasuk says both? If you have a person, his body is more important than his money. That's why we said regarding that person, he has to serve Hashem with his entire soul, his entire being. But if you have a person that his money is more important than his body, that's why it says he has to serve Hashem with all of his money. What do we learn from here? That a person has to serve Hashem and they have to be willing to give up their life to serve Hashem. Now, doing Avaidah Zara is the antithesis of serving Hashem. It's serving a different God. So we learn from here that a person would have to give up their life and not serve Avaidah Zara. Now, how do we know a person has to give up their life not to do Gilai Rais or Shvichas Damim. The time you have a Bray, so Rabbi Eimer, Rabbi tells us, and he quotes a Pasuk. Now this Pasuk is talking about someone being Ma'anes Anara Murasa. We have a young maiden who's engaged, and someone's forcing himself, or someone did force himself, upon this Namurasa. And the Pasuk says, Kikasher Yakim Nefesh. Just like when a person gets up and he kills someone, so too is this thing forcing himself upon a Namurasa. So the Gemara asks, What are we learning from Ritzech to Namurasa? What does bloodshed have to do with forcing oneself upon an Amrasa? This Pasuk was coming to teach us something, and it turned out to be the subject of a teaching. Man Amrasa, 
just like Nara Hamurasa, Niten Latila bin Afshai, we are allowed to save her with his soul, meaning we are allowed to kill him, the person that wants to force himself upon her. If that's the only way to prevent him from doing it, we are allowed to kill him. Afretzeach, so to the same thing with Retzeach. If Ruvain's chasing after Shimon to kill him, we are allowed to kill Ruvain to prevent him from killing Shimon. And now we do the reverse drasha. And Maretzeach, Yarag Valyavar, just like the case of Retzeach, is Yarag Valyavar. If someone tells Ruvain, if you don't kill Shimon, we're going to kill you, he has to allow himself to be killed. Afnamarasa, so too in the case of Namarasa. If a person says, you must have relations with that engaged girl, or else I'm going to kill you, Yarag Valyavar, he has to allow himself to be killed and not do the Havera. So here we have our sources that Pikuach Nafesh is not Doicha, Avodazara, Gilirais, and Shvichas Damim. Now the Gemara just continues, Pebezon Bez on top of Retzech Gufe Minolan. How do we know Retzech himself? How do we know that that's true? That it's Yarg Valyavar. If a person tells you, go kill that other person or we're going to kill you, you have to allow yourself to be killed. So we say Svarahi. It's a Svarah. It's just logical. That Hudasal Kameh de Rabba, there was a person that came to Rabba, and Amrli, he said, Amrli Murderai, the leader of my town, the mayor, the governor, he told me, Katli Lapanya, kill that person, Viloy Katlino Cha. If you don't do that, then I'm going to kill you. Amrli, Rabba told him, Niktalach Viloy Siktal, you should be killed and you shouldn't kill that other person. Because my Chaz is a Damidach Sumaktfei, Doma Damidahu Gavra Sumaktfei. Who says your blood is redder? Perhaps that person's blood is redder, meaning you can't kill him, you have to allow yourself to be killed. And now going back to pregnant women on Yom Kippur that have cravings and would like to eat, Hahi Ubara Da Archa, there was a pregnant woman and she had this craving, she smelled some food and she really wanted to eat on Yom Kippur. They went to Rebbe. Amr Luhu, he told him, Go whisper in her ear and remind her that it's Yom Kippur. They whispered it to her, and she listened to the whispering. She withheld herself and she didn't eat on Yom Kippur. Rebbe said about her the following Pasuk, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. This is referring to Yermia Anavi, that he was actually Kadesh already when he was in his mother's womb and he was giving her this bracha about this baby that was in her stomach. And Nafak Mine, Rabbi Yechanan, Rabbi Yechanan actually came out from her. And another story, Ahiu Bar Archa, there was this pregnant woman who on Yom Kippur, she smelled something cooking and she really wanted to eat it. Also, Kamei Rabbi Chanina, they came in front of Rabbi Chanina. Amrlahu, he told him, Lechushula, go whisper in her ear that it's Yom Kippur. Veloyal Chisha, however, she didn't listen to that whispering and she still had those cravings. Kari he said about her, Pegim Lamanaf on the top, Zayru Rishayim Meirachem, the wicked are estranged already from the womb. And Nafak Mina, who came from her, Shabsai Atzar Peri, Shabsai the produce hoarder, he used to hoard produce and then he would jack up the market prices and make all the poor people pay these exorbitant prices. You're not allowed to do this, especially in Eretz Yisrael. And we see what came of his mother's Yom Kippur cravings. We're going to stop here for the day. Everyone should have a wonderful day.